welcome back to another episode of Trailer Trashing. I'm your host, Joey Rinaldi, and joining me, as he always does, is the sunshine of my eyes, Mr. Sloppy Jalopy, the spicy jalapeno popper, my good friend, Sam Wolf. And uh, before we get into our conversation, I remind you that this is the show that watches and reviews movie trailers. But before we get into any of the trailers, let's introduce our theme, which is Elvis on cinema. That's right, Elvis, the guy with the sexy legs who is the king of rock, who uh, wasn't allowed to sing about sex because the Bible Belt hated him and whatnot, who changed music forever, also acted. And we have a musician on this show. So, Sam, we want to know, when are you going to follow Elvis's footsteps and act? Ah. Uh-huh. That's a hard act to follow. First of all, I just want to say, I feel like you always try to introduce me as some sort of food. I don't really know where that like where that comes from. Do you have anything to comment on that? I mean, you're an appetizing guy. Uh, you're ah. a little saucy. Um, you, you definitely have a little fat on you. And I, I mean in the best way possible. I just want to grab on your love handles and never let go. You do not do that. I ask for it more often than not. You barely like to even be touched. It's hard to be intimate with you. No, no, I don't like to be touched. I like to be the toucher. <laughs> That's why you're not allowed at certain playgrounds, right? <laughs> I'm like a stripper. I can touch you, but do not touch me. Or else. <laughs> you got to pay the big bills for him. Uh, Elvis, man, I never got into him. And me I neither. I can't believe he's uh, an actor, too, which is opening my world up to a whole new realm of possibilities. There's uh, only two Elvis songs I know. I like the one where he's like, Hey, nothing but a hound dog. Right. And I like the other one where he talks about fools being in love or, or why are fools in love. Those two songs I like. The rest I can live without. Some people love him. I mean, my mom went and saw him live when he was like fat. You know what I mean? Because you know that happens. I love fat Elvis. That's a fun thing. <laughs> we should do a whole episode about fat Elvis. Oh my goodness! I will. Is is he not fat? And these, I guess, we'll find out in these trailers. But no, no. So I'm pretty sure, like, uh, it's actually a whole little Wikipedia segment about it. Should I just read the whole little Wikipedia burp? Yeah. Elvis Presley was an American entertainer who achieved great initial success as a singer and performer. He publicly expressed an early career goal to follow the role models James Dean and Marlon Brando to become a dramatic actor. Damn. And then I'm going to just go down a little bit down this paragraph. He, his feature debut was Love Me Tender. And then, uh, and then he was in G.I. Blues. And the then he was that? finally a dramatic actor in the Western film Flaming Star. The oh, popularity of his romantic musicals established a formula for the coming years. But over time, Presley became bitter that his hopes for dramatic roles were not coming to fruition, stating that Clambake was his worst film. Which, by the way, don't be in a movie named Clambake. Like, come on. Like, like you should have known, Elvis, that Clam... Oh, Sam, would you ever be in a movie called Clambake? I mean, no. I don't participate in that. That was big where we grew up, too, I feel like. What is a Clambake? What is G.I. Blues? It, it sounds like, like the G.I. blues Joe? of a soldier. No, it's like a... Well, G.I. Uh, is a soldier. Uh, so th- it's like... So it's the blues of a soldier, I'm imagining. I thought it was like a noir version of G.I. Joe or something. And it's just like... G.I. was a term way before the Joes got involved, believe it or not. Yeah, before you came around, you fucker. What does what does G.I. stand for? What What is does, a clam bake? I'm, I'm back on that, too. What does G.I. <laughs> one thing at a time. What does G.I. stand for? G.I. stands for 
general issue, which I guess is a film term. Uh, 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 it's a it's a government issue. So it's so it's yeah. So you're a government issued soldier. And what is a clam bake? And a clam bake. Are you ready for this? An outdoor door social gathering at which clams and other seafood, often chicken, potatoes, and sweet corn, are baked or steamed traditionally in a pit over heated stones under a bed. You know what? That, that's that's honestly in its name. We should have we should have figured that one out on our own. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't even. It's I, when I, you I, bake clams with a bunch of friends and family. I thought you would have known. I I don't eat seafood, so that's why I was kind of. I, I feel like I'm pardoned on that. I'll be honest. Wait, but but you know what? After he said Clambic was his worst film, it gets spicy. He says he began to complain about the deteriorating quality of the films and his belief that his manager's objective was to make money and not art. At the expiration of Yo. all the studio contracts, he returned to entertaining live music. Oh, my Whoa. God. By the way, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Elvis, I'm sorry. But... When you are the sex symbol of rock and roll, <laughs> they're not going to put you in movies because they think you're going to win an Oscar. They're no. just trying to milk the money out. Elvis, he has, is it called gutters? Udders. Elvis uh, had udders that made money. And that manager was just milking that udder. It's crazy that to think that, because they do that shit today, you know, like funny cameos and like people trying to become actors from other, you know, musicians are always trying to become actors. I can't believe that that shit happened back. What, when, when are these films, when, when was he relevant? The 60s? 60s, yeah. The 50, late, I, think, I think late 50s to like, to like, I think it was late 50s no, it is, right yeah. until, yeah, yeah. I think it was late 50s until right, before, right when the Beatles ended. Like, I think like when the Beatles ended, Elvis also died. <laughs> was that a like, result career wise career the- no because Beatles <laughs> ended in 1970 I feel like like the strike of the of the 70s is like Elvis was fat yeah and he, yeah he just died. but I don't know that like I didn't look any of this shit up but the thing about Elvis that I love is that he it was the biggest star like I don't think be- so because of Instagram and Twitter well even going back before Twitter and Instagram just because of the like how many channels cable eventually got in like the late 80s 90s i think by like the the late 80s 90s there was so many more avenues for tv stars and so many radio stations for music stars to to be that i think the idea of someone like elvis does not exist anymore and will never exist anymore because elvis was so big that when he started to become a movie star he was so big that he had to be the main character in every single movie he was in like right. I don't think there's a singer so big that they can just like just I'm hop on think, in. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, is that what you mean? Like, don't be wrong. If Drake wanted to make be in a movie, he could be in a movie and be the main character. But he's not going to be the main character of every single movie three, four times a year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Elvis was make. Elvis was the protagonist of four movies a year for like a decade. Maybe That's not that so long. So bizarre. Like he has thirty movies where he's the protagonist of, and they all were made in a very short period of time. I don't think there's like what musician who's the biggest musicians now like Drake, Kanye West, yeah, that motherfucker Justin would Bieber, no, not Justin Bieber, Ariana um, Grande, she's acting, but is she like the no, headliner no, actress no. and everything? She's it's all in? cameos, I guess. Yeah, it's really disintegrated. Like I, I think the market for celebrities is so oversaturated. There's so many, there's so, and there's so niche now. There's so many celebrities that like, like for instance, in my mind. Bill Simmons is a celebrity. Do you know who Bill Simmons is? No. 
Exactly. But in my mind, because I love basketball, <laughs> Bill Simmons is like the number one basketball sports writer, number one basketball podcast, uh, po- basketball podcaster. He also does other sports too, but I'm a basketball fan, so I know him as a basketball guy. Right. And so people think like in my circles, we think Bill Simmons is like this ginormous celebrity, like everyone knows who Bill Simmons is. But in reality, you, you don't know who Bill Simmons is. Yeah. Elvis, I mean- go on. No, no, you got it. Go on. No, you had the, you had a ending to that that I just cut off. <laughs> oh no, I was gonna say that like Bill Simmons is like the Elvis of basketball media right now. Yeah, and yeah. Elvis wasn't Elvis wasn't the Elvis of rock and roll. He was just Elvis of the world. Like yeah. anything he anything he wanted to do, he would bring that Elvis thing into, and it would become the most famous thing. I, I like it's it's we don't have celebrities like this anymore. It's crazy. Yeah, because there's so many like niche subcultures that everyone can just find their own place in too, and like no big names from that. Just like you with fucking specific podcasting basketball stuff. You you know what I mean? Like he really was just the man, huh? He had like not like a Midas touch, but he had like an Elvis touch. Yeah. Oh my god, he it, it, and like he he was just insane. Touch uh, you uh, always kind of wanted, you know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, he became an actor, and his movies. Are, have you never seen an Elvis movie, Sam? I, I didn't even know he acted until you told me this. What was that, like ten minutes ago before yeah, we got yeah, on the podcast? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the podcast. It's great. I am. I am bamboozled. Well, we're gonna talk a lot about elvis and his acting career but before we do that let's start this off as we always do uh let's uh just a little recap uh i have some crazy news coming out well actually if you're listening to this podcast this is this has come out yesterday yesterday well i haven't seen it yet because we're recording it on monday <laughs> yeah, I but think, uh, yeah yesterday for you guys thursday uh, this upcoming thursday for me i'm gonna be on jerry springer I'm about to be like my whole childhood. I remember people going Jerry, 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 Jerry. and now I'm going to be that asshole who Jerry's going to be talking to. How did that even nervous. happen? What? How? And you have no idea how it's edited either, right? No idea how it edited. No idea what's going to happen. But can, can I just chronalize the story? Have I told this story on the podcast already? You might have, but like I still no, I don't think so. I I don't even understand how you got this to happen because they also have always filmed next to our hometown, and I've always been so cute. Like it was in, it was in Stanford, right? It's in Stanford, Connecticut, where they they film. All right, I'm gonna tell you the whole goddamn fucking story. Are you ready for this? <laughs> Lay it down right. on me. So comedian Troy Bond, who I've definitely talked about on this show numerous of times, my man, my home slice. He's like my 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 work husband, if you will. Uh, I said husband because I'm definitely the wife in this relationship. Uh, Troy Bond and I, we are comedy partners. We write jokes together. We write some scripts together. We, we've done a lot of stuff together, films of stuff. Um, and we wrote, we wrote this uh, pilot of a TV show called Wise Guys. And me and Troy have written a lot of stuff together. And we send it around and people are like, fuck you. You suck. We don't like what you have to write. Sam, you've read some of my shit. You hate all of it. Yeah, no, it's good uh, toilet paper sometimes. It's good toilet paper. Uh, I printed it out for you just for that reason. Yeah, You're you, like, don't send me that PDF. You're like, you printed it out on, on toilet paper just in, <laughs> just in preparation. It was very just kind of you. Just so I'd read it, too. You're like, I know you're going to use this shit to wipe your shit, but... 
<laughs> so so Chor and I, we make really good toilet paper for um, but then we send this one pilot around called Wise Guys. And people were fucking jizzing in their pants, freaking out. We actually got like some pretty important people reading. They're like, oh, this thing is good. And we were like, great, what should we do? They were like, well, uh, we won't give you money yet. Because oh, all these like producer people, they're like, we want to give you money once we've seen that other people are giving money. So it's like, oh, so once other people give us money, you're going to give us money? It's like getting a fuck? job. It's like you need a job to. Yeah. So anyway, so we're trying to figure out how we're going to get that money. And so Troy and I, we decide to make this website called Cannoli Fans, where we literally, it's like, we did this at the, at the rise of OnlyFans. So we thought it'd be funny to make a mafia TV show website called Cannoli Fans. Then we made a bunch of dumb Italian mafia sketches. So it was like a spoof. It was a mafia spoof on OnlyFans. And we raised some money that way. And so we went back to the producers and the producers were like, we like it but we still think you need some notable credits besides the website and the money. So we were like, what's a notable thing that can get people excited? What if we got featured as like a new featured thing at like a big festival? Right. So then we found out there's an Italian mafia movie festival. I swear to God, I'm not making it up. It's called SopranoCon slash Mob Movie Con. That's right. It's Comic-Con for mafia movies. I think you might have told us on that part. On, on the well, show, maybe? Yeah, okay. I'm getting there. We get there, and we realize there was no interactive boots, and that everybody looked kind of bored at this festival. So Troy and I were like, we're crazy, we're funny. What if we just got a bunch of whipped cream and paper plates, and we had people pie us? We made tons of money, because I was just like being my asshole self. Every time somebody walked by, I'd be like, yo, are you a fucking pussy, or are you going to pie me in the face? And the second <laughs> you call somebody a pussy, they go... I'll pay you the first I'm like five dollars. They go, I'll give you ten dollars to pay you. I'm like, okay, hit, give me twenty. And the next thing I know, I'm getting paid tons of money. People are pie me in the face. There's literally pictures of me from MobCon, which is like covered in whipped cream. I look ridiculous. You're a good barterer, it seems like too. Great barterer, great cannoli eater. I actually also entered the the, the cannoli eating contest oh, while God. there was whipped cream all over my face. There's a whole documentary about Mob Movie Con and us coming out soon. I'm not kidding. I'll I'll send you some footage. It's gonna you're gonna freak out. No man. But after all of that, we still go to these investors and they go, "We'll give you a little bit of money, but we like we want all the money." They were like, "Well, you have two good things." We typically want like three forms of credibility <laughs> things before we give you the money you want to make this dumb pilot. So then we think, what Damn. should we do next? And guess what we do? I, I, I find keep... I realized that somebody I used to do comedy with is now a producer in daytime television. One thing led to another. I'm on the phone with Jerry Springer's producer. And I tell them. And by the way, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I literally, I'm making it up as I go along. They're like, well, if you want to be on Jerry Springer, he's not Jerry Springer anymore. He's Judge Jerry Springer. So you, it's, like a, it's like a daytime court show, like Judge Judy or something, you know? And so I, in that moment, said, well, I actually have something I need. I have a case. I have a, I have a lawsuit I need help with. Fuck and off. I just feel, they're foaming out the mouth. They're foaming out the mouth. They go, but what's your case? I'm like, oh, you, you want to know what the case is? It's that I, um... I uh, I need to sue my writing partner, Troy Bond. And they go, why? I'm like, well, I went to Atlantic City. We said we'd get pies in the face together. Next thing I know, I'm the one getting pies in the face. Troy's nowhere to be seen. He's at the bar drinking. And I got more pies than expected. And now all the pies in the face gave me a concussion. 
It also gave me my, my acne breakout. No, you did uh, it, not it, say it, this. It, it, and, and I also said, like, uh, psychologically speaking, it, 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 it made me, like, feel like less of a man. And now I got to see therapy. And PTSD. basically, I've, I, I have PTSD. I have trauma. I have all these. So I, I, I need to see a dermatologist. I need to see <laughs> a neurologist. I need to see a therapist. I have all these different doctor bills. And so now I need to see Troy for pain and suffering. That I am speechless. Like they bought that. Was that on the phone? Yeah. So the jump cut. I'm in Stanford, Connecticut, in our home city, and I'm with Troy, and I'm just fucking milking it to Jerry. And then this is the best part of the episode, Jerry. I don't know if I don't know if they're gonna put this in the episode or not. But wait, did they have to? Did you prove any of the? Did you have to prove any of this? Did you have to do anything to to actually? Like I sent I sent them the emails to, to MobCon. I sent them pictures of MobCon. I sent them yeah. Wow, wow. I feel like you. I need. The, I feel like you. I get, cooked the books, Sam. I cooked the books. That's some shit. That's some shit. They have no idea too when you're coming into it that this is yeah. real. Uh, I, yeah, and, and so but here's the best part, Sam. I don't know if this is gonna be in the episode because I haven't seen the cut yet. But this is what happened. Well, I'm the, by the way. This is a live studio audience. They laugh at every time. Every time me and Troy talk, they're laughing their asses off. Afterwards, I asked one of the producers, I'm like, do they normally laugh during stuff? They go, no, it's not a comedy show. They don't typically laugh like that. I'm like, <laughs> we, we killed, dude. We made it feel like a comedy club in there. We were on fire. But one thing led to another. I'm like there pleading my case to Jerry Springer being like, well, Jerry, you know, I have acne on my face. I, I've, I'm depressed. I have anxiety. Troy Bond needs to give me money. And when he says to me, <laughs> he goes, Joey, you're saying a lot of dumb stuff, but you seem like a bright person. You seem smart. You seem smart enough to the point where I feel like you're pulling a fast one on me as if like you're making this all up. And you know what I said to Jerry? Jerry, I would never lie to you. No. <laughs> and, all right. So that was epic when I said to Jerry, I would never lie to you. And then, and then, um, so I keep zoning out. By the way, this is the best one. I keep zoning out, Sam, because every time Jerry talks, every time Jerry talks, I fucking lose it. I'm, I literally am laughing. Like, I'm like, it's Jerry Springer. Like, every time Jerry Springer said Joey Rinaldi, I was freaking out. I was like, no, you said, you said my name. What the fuck? That's my, that's my name. <laughs> Jerry's saying my name right now. And so... Were you <laughs> so ever, like, speechless at points? Did he, did he just catch you off guard with any certain questions? Did you have to, my like... My leg was numb. What do you mean? My leg was numb because of how like nervous I was to talk to Jerry Springer. I didn't realize I was starstruck until I realized it was Jerry Springer in front of me. Yeah, that's that's a, that must be a weird reality. <laughs> like it you didn't a, watch him growing up, did you? A little enough. Enough, enough. I mean, it's not like you ever went to a show of his. It's not like you were like a fan. <laughs> and then you can in the chair talk to me and be like, "Wow, I've always wanted to be here." <laughs> Yeah, I never wanted to be there. That was never a goal of mine. <laughs> but like the thing is, Sam, is that um, like when I was sick, I, I used to stay home and just watch Springer because it was hilarious to watch when you're sick because it it's daytime television, you know? That's true. It'd be a weird show if it wasn't in the day and if it was in the It night. used to be a primetime. So yeah. it used to be in Chicago. Like in the 90s, it was in Chicago. It was like a nighttime primetime show. Wait, it's been on that long? But not, dude, Spr Springer's been around, dude. The '90s, I, I thought maybe like maybe early maybe yeah. early 2000s. That'd be. But when I was a, when I was a little kid, it was in Chicago and it was a nighttime show. 
I remember it was on like right before like Celebrity Deathmatch. Really? That was yeah. such a great show. That's such a weird. Actually, you're kind of making me remember that a little bit too. Right? I used to watch Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> Everyone knows that. <laughs> Did you start chanting Joe? Like you weren't on on the stage when they were they were chanting his name, right? Well, it's Judge Jerry. It's a different show. They don't chant anymore. Oh, uh, that must have been kind of disappointing, no? Yeah, like it, it feels like Palmer. It feels like you went back in time and you don't know what time you went back to and all you know is someone's like paul mccartney wants you to perform with him and you're like what i'm performing with the beatles then you get on stage and you look up and you're like oh fuck i'm performing with wings <laughs> that like that's a great comparison hey there's some wings jams come on but yeah you probably yeah, and there wouldn't are play some... them you probably wouldn't play there's... them that's the thing yeah there's probably some pretty good um you know, jams of uh, Judge Jerry. And I think my episode may be the best Judge Jerry episode ever. I also haven't seen it, so it could be the worst episode ever. Who's to say? Your life might change after this. It could go no. viral. It could go viral on YouTube for some, the way, like, I mean, there's definitely been Judge, Judge, I mean, I don't know about that fucking show, but, you know, Jerry Springer's show, there's just definitely some viral hits on there, man. It, it can it can just happen in the bat of an eyelash, dude. And so it could let be me tell you how- all because of that. That might be. That would be awesome. I, I'm just the famous guy who cried on Judge Jerry, and and you cried. Well, I mean, of course I cried. It's Jerry Springer. Isn't that what we supposed to do? Yeah, I guess so. You, no, I you, didn't cry. Oh, I, I was gonna cry. say you have that acting ability. <laughs> no, that was genuine, baby. You really. Oh, okay. But wait, but the point is we kept on saying the name of the website. So the website is called Cannoli Fans. So every five seconds they'd be like, So Joey, why are you mad at Troy Bond? I'm mad at Troy Bond because when we made that website, cannolifans.com, he said that he was the owner of cannolifans.com, <laughs> but I'm the owner of cannolifans.com. Then mentioned cannolifans.com. And so we wouldn't even like talk about anything real. We just kept on talking about cannolifans.com. Just we were trying to use it as free press. What if they didn't release it? Did did you have a guarantee they were gonna release it, or was it like that Always Sunny episode where they're, where fucking uh, Ke- Keenan or yeah no Michael Key's like <laughs> like that we always release it when they're on the Family Feud episode, yeah, <laughs> and you're the one crying on the floor, <laughs> dude. I it was the closest I ever felt like to being Charlie Day. I'm not even kidding. Oh. I felt like I was having a I was in a, I was having an out of body Charlie Day experience. <laughs> You're hunting for rats. Oh my so, god. So 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 anyways, um but I, I went speechless though. Remember I said I went speechless? No, not speechless. I I started I went my brain went in a different I stopped listening. I stopped listening because I kept on like like daydreaming, being like, not daydreaming, just like being like I'm, I'm really like Jerry would be talking and I'd be like, that's Jerry Springer. That's Jerry Springer. That's how is Jerry Springer in the same room as me? How am I on this set? And as I'm having all these thoughts, Jerry's talking to me, and I don't know what he said to me. And he's like, "Mr. Rinaldi, what is your response?" And so I don't know what the fuck he just said to me. And all I say is, "Jerry, I'll drop this lawsuit on one condition." And he goes, "You already lost the lawsuit. <laughs> There's Wait. no condition." <laughs> I didn't realize he just told me I lost. Oh my god, no way. Wait, you didn't even win? That's fucked. Troy won. That's that's ridiculous. 
Because I was such a b- obvious liar on it. I was like, yeah, like I had like a tiny pimple. I was like, you see, I'm breaking out, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> the pies are making me. No, I think I at one can't point- believe you used that as, as the reasoning. You got CTE from fucking pies. Wait, actually, at one point, I think I even said, well, Jerry, it's all this TV makeup your, your, your crew made me put on. If you under this makeup, I have so much acne from the pies. <laughs> You sucked it up, dude. How did you get away with that? I don't think I could have gone gone through with something like that. That's insane. It was kind of fun. I'm and sure there was. was. Like pay, there was like pay like $700 to do it, so I'll do it again. Fuck off. I And you had a guarantee they were going to release it? Or was it just... It's coming out Thursday. What are you doing Thursday? It's call out a sick out of work. Hang out with me. <laughs> That'd be a bizarre reason to tell my manager. <laughs> I'm actually going to be working at that time, too. I'm right. I, I don't know what the fuck I'll be doing. I'm actually acting in a sketch all day. Then I have to babysit the kids after, which I don't think I can talk about babysitting on this podcast yet. Coming soon, I'll talk about it. In the summertime, I'll tell you guys all about this babysitting stuff I'm doing. But that is something for the summer. Uh, should we get to Elvis, or do we have time for a little bit of a... That, that, uh, was, that was weird. Why do you need to wait for that? Are you starting some sort of business? Well, uh, 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 <laughs> yeah, I'm a com- comedian sits on your baby's. No, wait, that sounds not wrong. Is this Comedians... where Kenoli fans is going? Is this, is Comedi- this where... <laughs> comedian babysitter service? Uh, uh, do you want your kids to be babysat and entertained? Have a two in one special with comedian Joey Rinaldi. He'll come over, he'll watch your kids and zing and zap them with his new reality joke comedy show. Babies sitting on the loose. Sitting on the loose. <laughs> I don't know. No, I mean, loose is a horse. It's it's the name. You got to go with it. Sam, I think we got to get to your concert next week. We're already like halfway through the show. Oh, yeah, that's I, fine. That's fine. I, I, let's 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 not. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so I, let's start with a critically acclaimed weird movie by our favorite Elvis Presley called Kissin'. Cousins, let's just roll these fucking trailers. Can you put on kissing cousins? Sure. Love you. This is ridiculous. This music. The two greatest lovers in the Great Smokies. Elvis Presley as Josh. Good question, friend. Is that two Elvis Presleys? Are those two Elvis Presleys? Practically kissing cousins. Kissing cousins. Is it? Yeah, it's two Elvises. A double barrel blast of Elvis excitement. What? And of those kitty hawks, the curviest covey of backwoods babes you've ever seen. What? A poor soldier boy on a day like this. They're no match for those love-hungry mountain gals. You gonna let me in my <laughs> man go? Who wants to be liberated, Lieutenant? And this is Jody, a rockin', rollin' hill boy who's wacky over a whack. Oh, he sings too. This two Elvises! And this is home sweet home up in Nenmar Mountain. At supper time, you better be quick or go hungry. 
container. Is that the Confederate flag in the background? Yep. Vulture eggs and mashed catfish eyes. The catfish eyes brings out the flavor of the possum tails. It's a kind And Ma makes the moonshine. Looks like a dog frog. But lately, when the jug's empty, it's empty, doggone it. You've never seen such Did he say a hoot nanny ban? Can you say that? Fallen in love, fallen in the water, dancing, prancing, and romancing, a swinging and a singing. I may be new to you, but I'm catching on fast. I wanna buy a football, yes, buy a football, play for me a down home country song. All of Elvis's kissing cousin songs? Wait. Oh, what? Will it? What the fuck did he fuck did we just watch? <laughs> this is why we got into this podcast, Sam. For literally, we've been fucking up. We've been watching a lot of trailers that are like kind of funny, kind of easy to trash. That is the most trashable trailer I've ever seen. So many different things that happen. We are now going to do Elvis Presley movies every week until <laughs> this we is just going to turn into that. We yeah yeah, dude. What the? All right, all right. I'm sorry. I, I know not every listener is on the Patreon or or watches us live on Twitch, so you probably don't really can fully watch the trailers the way Sam and I do. So before Sam and I have a discussion on the trailer, let me just break down exactly what we watch because this shit is crazy. <laughs> what happened is, Sam, let me take this away. What happened is we, the, in the trailer, there's two Elvises. There's blonde hair Elvis and there's brunette hair Elvis. And did you realize the way like they have them on the screen at the same time? You can clearly see the editing job. Like, you can clearly like, see like the editing. Good effort. Job, like, yeah. But, but but can you like tell that like one of them isn't really there? You know what I mean? Yeah, Jody like, and Josh. <laughs> Jody and Josh, and it's basically just two Elvises on this campground with like a thousand sexy women. Where were they? Just, I don't even and, know. And they're just making out with all of them. Like, like they just were having their way with all these women. And every time, like, one of the women would be like, what are you doing with me? He goes, well, I'm a cousin, and that's my cousin. We kiss girls, so let us kiss you, ladies. And they're like, well, that's a good argument. I, I guess you can kiss me because it's a family thing. And they're and all, like, frantically running around. <laughs> one of them, one of the guys even was like, this one needed to be liberated or something like that. Like, what? I don't know. I, it just, it did not sit well in my stomach. And then, like, are they related to all these whores? I, I, I mean, you're talking about their family, if that's the case. So, you better I watch out. I think these cousins are related to all of them because at one they're point, all cousins. He was like, they're all cousins. And at one point, the song, what was that song lyric? He was like, everything's end, okay when you're kissing your cousins. We're going to be kissing cousins. I want to know if that was made before this movie or he made that song for the movie because honestly a lot of questionable things are coming in my head about this man all right i need i need like the actual like i need the actual description i need the break how this was made why it was made an army wait gee i hate fucking i is getting really bad have you noticed that recently Ugh. 
Yeah. Are you ready for this? An army officer returns to the Smoky Mountains and tries to convince his nymph folk to allow the army to build a missile site on their land. What? Once he gets there, he discovers he has a lookalike cousin. That is not the plot that this goddamn trailer wants us to... What? Wait. And, wait let me read this one more time. Kissing Cousins is about an army officer who returns to the Smoky Mountains and tries to convince his kinfolk. What's a kinfolk? It's your family. It's your kin. So he, your kinfolk. All right, so he now, tries to convince his family questions now, huh? huh to huh. allow the army to build a missile site on their land. Once he gets there, he discovers that he has a lookalike cousin. Is that is that really what it? That's wait, not wait, what wait. it's about. Wait, wait, bring it back now. If that's what it's about. Which it might as well be because it's talking about cousins. I don't see how it couldn't be about that. That means they're talking about Elvis and the two characters he plays. So yeah, well, are they kissing? I think so. There was one scene where they, where they hugged each other really close. I thought they were going to get it on, like Marvin Gaye style. <laughs> get it? Get it? it? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. So, so these are the lyrics of the song. We'll kiss all night. I'll squeeze her tight. But we're kissing cousins, and that's what makes it all right. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> oh, I've got a girl, and she taught me how to live. She can give a lot, and she's got a lot to give. We'll kiss all night. I'll squeeze her tight. But we're kissing cousins. That's what makes it all right. All right, all right, all right. Sam, it gets worse. Yes, we're all kissing cousins. That's what I believe because we're children of Adam and Eve. I got a girl and she wants a lot of love. That's the kind of trouble I need plenty of. We're kiss all night. I'll squeeze her tight, but we're kissing cousins. Dude. I don't don't think that flies. I don't think that that's that's okay. It makes it feel better. Elvis didn't write the song. He didn't write most of his songs. You know that, right? I guess he's no. I mean, he stole so much from the black man. From the black man, yes, as you said. You you want some movie facts to explain this trailer to us a little bit more? (laughs) I I guess so. I don't. I don't. I I just. I can't believe. Do you know if it was that song was made before or if it was made for the movie? I think it was made before. That's so much worse. I don't like that. Also, the Confederate flag. In the background, was that just fine then? That was fine then. It wait, was... wait, we have we have bad news. The film screenplay was nominated for the Writers Guild Award as the best written musical of 1964. It lost to the year's biggest box office hit, Walt Disney's Mary Poppins. So this was the second best script written in 1964 next to Mary Poppins. What? How thankful! How thankful uh... was the Writers Guild? That Mary Poppins was available. They were like, thank God we have an actual movie. This was probably a hit, though. Like we were saying, it was celebrity, and the people would probably see it anyways. And they were like, oh, they're including this rock and roll guy in like uh in like a like I don't know, uh fucking Bible belt uh, <laughs> musical. Like it was probably different, you know. The, well, we're kissing cousins. Then, and they're coming back, you know. What, Westerns? No, musical movies. No, yeah, yeah. Well, we're cousins. For now on, the new, the new motto of trailer trashing is we're kissing cousins, and that's what makes it all right. Should we change that to the intro theme for the next next one, see if we get sued? <laughs> 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 okay, 
Okay, so now that I got all that out of my system, let me explain what I think about the trailer. I thought that trailer, it definitely is going to make me want to watch the movie just because there's so many hot girls that like... <laughs> It, like, like, it, it show this trailer to like a horny thirteen year old. They're gonna they're gonna get all their friends over to watch this movie. I I, I bet your bottom dollar yes. And then show any thirteen year old girl this. She's gonna get all of her friends to watch it because there's two hot Elvises. So like either way, from both ends of the gender spectrum, there's sexiness coming out. It's just like there's this is the sexy from a teenage perspective. <laughs> you feel like you're really diving into that. Uh... Into that middle school perspective, right there, and only speaking on that. Well, who are the, aren't those the horniest people who need to watch movies? Because, like, by the time you're 17, you can watch porn. But at 13, you're a little afraid to watch porn. Like, you think like you, like you can get in trouble. Like you think your parents are monitoring your laptop, so you have to get your porn out by watching movies. Or is this just me? I think that's just you. I think people are very, very they kids are fucking like half babysat by an iPad these days. They're gonna find porn probably even sooner now. Well, for me, I was looking for Elvis Presley dicks. That's how I got my porn at a young age. You, you needed to find his soft, uh, soft. What is it? Softcore porn? Yeah, softcore porn flicks. And uh, this is did this. Did the first thirty seconds of this seem like a porno though? Uh, th throughout the whole thing, it was very weird. It, it, I feel like in the beginning more so, but at the end, they were like, "Let me show you the the plot in between," because you know this <laughs> like porn porn flicks were like full movies then, and they had you know. Now that, that we showed that you had <laughs> now that we showed you tits, ass, and dicks, let me tell you about the story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> let me reel you in and make you realize what it's all about. You know what? I'm gonna give this trailer like a nine. I li I liked it. I honestly liked it. <laughs> you giving it a nine? I it was too appalling. I couldn't look away. I couldn't look away. Could you look away? No, that's true. It's very true. It's a very good trailer for that time. It's well. kind of polarizing, though. Wait, how, what it's do you mean? Po polarizing the sense yeah. that yeah, kissing like, cousin well. and it's all right. <laughs> Come and fuck my cousin tonight. If you fuck my cousin, you better fuck me too, and then we can all fuck my cousin. I don't know, with man. You. That's some. That's some taboo. That's uh. All I'm saying is, I I do not want to watch this movie before I going to a family party. It's gonna give me weird feelings. Yeah, there's probably gonna be a lot of fucking Confederate propaganda in there too. Which I just yeah, I make differently about the man now. Let's be what are you honest. talking about? Elvis was like a racist dude. Stole music from black people. Oh yeah, fair uh, enough. Stole music from black people. Wrapped the Confederate flag. Died pooping on the toilet. Got diabetes late. What do you expect? There's not a single black person in that trailer, too. <laughs> nope. I mean, I guess they want to be cousins to Elvis, but. <laughs> Can you see that video of like Elvis like backstage just being like the women in this city really give good head? Have you seen that video? No. There's this is really funny video where like I forget what city he's in, but he's in some city. He's like the women in this city really give the best blowjobs. <laughs> he's like, you guys should try it. All right, I'll see you later for the next show tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I was gonna look up fun movie facts, but I feel like there wasn't even fun movie facts. Like, I don't it's all think like you even want to find the facts. The facts in this movie will probably be the fact that they're actually all cousins. <laughs> I don't want to know that. Yeah. So uh, l let's uh, maybe move on down to our next trailer, uh, which the will be one, which also has a crazy title, not as crazy as Kissing Cousins, but it's called Tickle Me. <laughs> that's that. That's not going to be any better. It's not any better. 
But uh, but look it up. Roll roll that trailer for me, Sam. Tickle me away. (laughs) This also starts with the same music. What is he, a pool boy? He's got a feeling. This also this also looks like a porno. Why does this also look like a porno? Bronco Bustin Champ. Whose job is wrangling fillies on a dude ranch. This is weird. People really uh love this man. The ranch boss. Wait, do you see this? Usually gets what she wants. I thought this was gonna be strictly business. Oh, I mean business. I've heard of this happening to secretaries before, but this is ridiculous. That's like the first time we've seen him act. How is this guy not the happiest man alive? Oh, there's the move. Dude ranch dolls drool. But their buckaroos are spoiling for a fight. Buckaroo. I like how they showed like the band getting out of the way. What? That was scary. Wasn't that frightening? Wait, what? What the fuck is going on? Wait, dude, what the fuck? What the fuck? The panhandle kid. The panhandle kid? Why is this called Tickle Me? Is it all real? Or is it a dream? What? That was like out of Scooby Doo, wasn't that out of Scooby Doo? Gags that will tickle you? Gals? Oh, gigs that. <laughs> what? Oh. Is that how the trailer ends? Um. Okay, I gotta look up what that movie's about now because cause yo, that definitely. Dude, it, it said it said gags. It said gags that will tickle you, gals that will tickle you. That was the tagline. Can the girl? Can you also gag the girls that tickle, or is that appropriate? Might have said that after, <laughs> honestly. Wait, 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 Sam, Sam, Sam! I need to read this to you. This is so fucked up. A singing rodeo rider hires on an expensive all-woman dude ranch and beauty spa. He falls for a pretty fitness trainer who is constantly threatened by a gang who wants her late grandfather, Kachi of gold, hidden in the ghost town. Why would you leave the 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 the, the all woman ranch and beauty spa and to go to a ghost town? Stay at the all women beauty spa. This is the problem with fucking horror movies. These horror movies is exist. that a horror movie? Be- that was a horror movie. I- Did you not see that scary shit with the guy in the fucking cabinet I mean- with the white face and the dude with the pig face and the guy with the goat body? That shit was scary. Yeah, I don't know if it's my 
CGI uh, tampered eyes, but like that shit was com- comic comical to me. I would say. No, that I, I, that scared the shit out of it me. It was I'm a fucking, fucking dude in a in a sheets that they said was a ghost, and they like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> what was that? It just flipped halfway through the trailer. It was just like, <laughs> no, 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 no. This is this has goblins and ghouls and more. Oh my. That was like equally as pornographic as the last trailer, just with a different kink. With a with a so the last trailer, the kink was incest, which is very t- common today. Like that, that, that honestly is a porno that would make sense in today's realm of porno. They but, should re-release it. it. Would do a good good hit, yeah. But this trailer, Sam, this one was like a kinky horror movie. Ghost town, bestiality, goats, furry. I don't even know. It was like a, it was like a king for everybody. They they had a little something something for everybody, except (laughs) for they had everything except for uh, interracial. That's true. I mean, you're not gonna. Yeah, you're not. I think we figured out you're not gonna see a a black guy standing next to Elvis nor a black woman. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we're gonna do. I love yeah. how the description you gave too also said a fitness instructor girl that he's trying to like what why is that important? And if it was important enough, why not put it in the trailer? I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter in the trailer, but like No, no, there wasn't the trailer. Do you not remember the close up of that girl's ass while she's like flexing? Oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But <laughs> was that a thing then? Were there fit like was that a big thing then also? Dude, I don't know. I was I like everyone's back a then. fit yeah, I, really? Dude, you look you I look geriatric. Like I am a geriatric fuck. What are you gonna do? <laughs> I, after watching that trailer, I feel like a geriatric fuck. That was wild. Speechless in uh, more ways than you know not. What? I, I'm sorry, but this has to be pre to be continued. I won't be here next week because it's the Super Bowl, and you're gonna be doing trailers with Jay apparently. Oh yeah. But the next time I'm on trailer trashing, we gotta do Elvis again. Like I like we and by the way, fuck your concert story. We gotta have like for now on we can only talk about Elvis. Like I need to <laughs> I am now gonna I'm gonna do homework. Are I'm we gonna, gonna change homework. the name? Are we gonna change the name? Are we gonna make this like uh one of those journalistic podcasts too eventually, where it's all about Elvis and how he became an actor? No, it'll just be no, it'll just be trailer trashing. And we'll do like a mini dive, like a three, four episode dive on Elvis. That, <laughs> that's what we'll do. I'm game. So this will be, title this Elvis part one, and then we'll see what happens after that. Title but it. But this is, this is crazy. Is this not crazy? Am I overreacting? No, I think you're reacting well. I'm just, uh, you know, half asleep from fucking not sleeping. Yeah. We need to end this podcast because I need to go and reevaluate all my thoughts. And I want to have an educated, <laughs> curated conversation. I may even find an, an Elvis expert to come on this podcast to explain this to us better because I, I feel like I brought a knife to a, a machine gun fight. I, I that, Wow. Good analogy. We Yeah, we came into this ill-prepared. I didn't... I feel like we... Did not expect to expect this to be as fucking nuts as it actually is. <laughs> like, like I I didn't even know these sort of films were made. Like, I, I also love that Elvis's quote was, "I feel like my manager's just trying to make money off of me and doesn't want me to win an Oscar." It's like, dude, what you're you're trying to? You're, you're making you're, pornos. You're trying to make an get an Oscar competing against Mary Poppins. And you're gonna make a softcore porn? Come on now, that's not what was hit back, hit, uh, hot back then. Jesus, 
Well, you know what? Let's let's get let's figure out the fuck we learned because I have no idea what the hell. What, what, did, what we, did we learn? Did we today? learn anything? I mean, we learned that that you can't fuck with Elvis. He'll he'll always make you surprised. Definitely cannot fuck with Elvis. So this is everything that I learned. I learned Elvis is into incest, and it's all right as long as you kiss your cousin. That's what makes it all right. Uh, apparently, I've been kissing all wrong my whole life. Well, that's the only um, type of incest that's all right. Apparently. So you gotta kiss your cousin, apparently. We also learned that uh, if Elvis is in a movie, he's gonna be a borderline porno or, or full-on porno. <laughs> yeah. We also learned that Elvis uh, it, it did a movie where he played two characters and one was blonde, so that's fun. Uh, we also learned that I'm gonna be on Jerry Springer, bitches. Go, go watch it. It's already out. Go watch Ridiculous. it. Tell me if you like it. DM me. Tell me if you thought I was funny, if I was cringy, if I looked starstruck by Jerry, if Jerry looked starstruck by me. I want to hear all your your info and and and, uh, and also what else did we learn? We also learn, yeah, that Elvis is a diabetic guy that killed himself on the toilet, pooping his brains out. Sam, roll us on out of here. All right, that was the end of the episode of Elvis Presley Part One. Part One. We're gonna do a little dive into this because this was. Uh... A, a crazy lot, a lot to take in i would say a lot to, for me to take in i you're 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 blown away almost it seems like i feel like the jerry springer sort of starstruckness that you have you kind of kind of get a little bit for elvis I don't, I don't even know anyways end of the episode this is trailer trashing this you can find on anywhere you listen to podcasts we also sometimes stream on comedy hub live on twitch we make announcements on that on the instagram at trailer trashing pod we got a Patreon where there's bonus content like us in video, like we're recording right now or in person. That's it. I don't even know. We have no more plugs. Uh, you got to plug. Yeah. Check out Potty Trading, my solo show, March 3rd at the Vino Theater in Brooklyn. That's March 3rd at the Vino Theater in Brooklyn. I'm also doing my one-man show, Potty Trading, March 26th. That's a Saturday in Stanford, Connecticut at the Curtain Call Theater. And I also have uh, a lot of other comedy shows popping up. I have a link tree on my Instagram where I post everything. And go to Bad Trip Storytelling Show for go. the storytelling comedy show that Sam and I have. And also check out Sam's band, Kudu Stooge. They're rocking the house down. <laughs> I didn't see you. I didn't see you perform this weekend. My girlfriend was there, and she said you guys killed it. I think and, she missed it, but that's nice of her. <laughs> no, she no, she's no, she said she saw the whole show. Oh, oh, I'm fucking dumb. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> She left the second she I missed it. She she left the second you got off stage because and I picked her up and I didn't see you. I'm sorry. Hey, yeah, you kidnapped her. Jeez. Yeah, I had to. It was a good hang after. It was a good hang. I wish you were there. It was it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, alright. We'll get into it next episode. Well, I love you, buddy. I'll be at the next show. Yeah, you better be fucked. There'll be more shows in the future. Might be one in March. Uh, look at my Instagram at Wolf Muffin. I'm out of here. You should be out of here too. Alright. Peace, knuckleheads. See you next time. Watch Jerry Springer. Bye. Peace.